Hello, hello, and welcome back to A Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto, coming to you from Olasfjordur in northern Iceland, where I find myself in a little rustic cabin with uh, about six-inch logs making up the core of the cabin. And we came out here in search of a little bit of a different view of Iceland, a different perspective, because this is a country that most people tend to only visit the South. And there's so much more to it than you can find in the South. That being said, it requires a little bit more time. So so we've been driving and winding around these roads and, um, you know, this type of highway that makes its way along a steep cliffside um, leaves one thinking aplenty because it's that type of scenery and, in my case, movement when you're driving from place to place, shooting, stopping, taking photos and videos and all that. But it's the driving in between that I really find makes you pensive. And it's a type of pensive that perhaps only being in a remote, far-off destination could bring to you. Because let's call a spade a spade. But when we're home, we don't think outside the box. And perhaps our thoughts are muddled by things perhaps not so important. And yet that we give an extreme amount of value to. Of course, it's normal uh, to have bills and to worry about school for the kids and logistics of life and mortgage payments and all that jazz. But when you're on a trip, the mind does tend to wander. And I think that inspiration comes so frequently from places uh, that are far, far away. You know, the Icelanders here are one of the most creative peoples um, that I've ever met. I just ate an Om Nom chocolate. And, um, and it just makes you think about how they, they push the limits of creative culinary delights or um, music or art. Because when you live on a barren rock in the middle of nowhere, well, <laughs> it leaves you um, expanding the mind, I think. And, um, and I think Iceland does that uh, as a type of destination, even when you're driving. And I've been thinking a lot, yes, you know, many things going on in my life right now and many changes, and that's okay. But perhaps if I was um, in the hustle bustle of my own small town, I might not feel the same way at this very time. And, and I've cleared my mind so much on this trip in a very meditative type of way, because when you're far away and abroad, um, it's almost like you go back to your childhood or to your youth, where the regular concerns of daily life dissipate while you focus on um, what's quite important. Um, and, and it's just been one of those, you know, enlightening trips in so many ways. And, um, and anyways, the last, you know, there's been a lot of tumultuous things, as many of you know, in my life right now. And, and that's okay, but I have indeed, um, I guess, been a bit more interpersonal on my posts on Facebook and Instagram. And a lot of our fans over the years came from Facebook. Um, they are people that some of them have been following for five years, six years, ten years, in some cases even twenty years. Um, 
And I used to be a big proponent of Facebook. And indeed, many people don't know that we began as, uh, as Facebook, uh, creators. And, um, and so it's really nice that, that a lot of these people that have been following for so long, um, became not only fans, but in a way friends and in a way connected to them in, ways that simply weren't possible, you know, 10 years prior to that. And and so these people have been sending me a lot of messages of support and sending us a lot of messages of, of support during this time of transition. And we're really, really grateful for that. And the other day, I thought it would be neat to ask, um, where, where is it here? I said, these are times of change and transition, but exciting times as well. Um, and I feel confidence, lightheartedness, and even ambition that I haven't felt in a long time. The future is bright, and I'm eager to take you all along for this spectacular journey. A wild thing with Facebook and Instagram is that we don't often know how our posts touch other people's lives. And I'm grateful for all the messages where you share with me, when I met you, how long you've been following, something we inspired you with, etc., etc., Today, I was even surprised when I called Iceland Air to change my ticket, and the gentleman on the other end of the phone said he had been following our adventures for many years. And that was really neat the other day. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd like to change from this date to that date. And, and the guy's like, wait, are you, you, you're the expeditioners? And uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been following you for years. And, um, and actually, I've been following you before. I think you even had kids on one of your first trips to Iceland. And I was really, and he's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and I find it inspiring, and I wish I could travel as you do, but I have not been able to, but I do live vicariously through your content. And that's, that's really touching, you know, particularly during these times where of transition and change and all that jazz in my personal life. It's really nice to be reminded um, why we do this, but in a level that's a little bit beyond um, beyond what we would normally be saying. Like, hey, I met you somewhere and followed you. So one of the things that I wanted to share with you today are the messages from people that we've received um, that are just, this was uh, May 3rd, so just a few days ago. And you, I read to you the post already. So, so Tracy Strader says, I met you in East Bay Resort, South Caicos. January 18th with my BFF and family and friends. She was on a break from chemo. Oh, yes. She passed in March 2021. But we've got so many amazing memories from that trip. You know, this is, um, you know, this just hit a chord right now because we're at East Bay Resort, which is an island resort in South Caicos, Turks and Caicos, and it's a very remote place. And we are there because we loved to kite surf at the time. It was Shireen and myself and Mikio. And Mikio's adorable and he loves to play and dance and meet people. And, and, uh, and so this lady gave him, um, I don't know if Katayna was there. I don't think so, but, uh, I think it was just Mikio, yeah. And so there was this nice lady that was going through, obviously going through chemo and her family and friends. And she was absolutely lovely. And she was kind and sweet. And Mickey started to play with her bracelets. And it was a, a bracelet of those jingle jangles, you know, like 
Uh, one's a, a silver foot, another one's a silver hat, another one's beads, and and um, quite an eloquent and uh, beautiful uh, bracelet. And and Mickey was distracted or something, and she was playing with him, and so she, she he was going to start to cry or something because she was taking her bracelet, and she's like, no, no, you can keep it. And and that bracelet for me was always very special because obviously I knew what that lady was going through and the joy that I saw her playing at the beach with Mikio because we, we were chatting at a small resort and, and, uh, and she's like, I'm happy to play with the kids and uh, with Mikio. And, and, and we were like, yeah, delighted. Go ahead, please do. And, um, and I remember at some point, I can't, like I'm trying to grasp into my mind exactly what point it was when she gave the bracelet to us and, and we're like, no, no, no. And she's like, no, no, no. Mickey was playing with it. Like, enjoy. And I think it was to keep him distracted or something. And, and obviously for us, you look at it and you're like, oh, hey, that's a costly bracelet. Like, and my kid's going to break it or whatever, do to it, lose it in the next five minutes. Or, and, um, and you could see that she just didn't care about the value. She cared about what it was doing in that very moment of being present with that child. And I still have that bracelet. And the kids have played with it so many times and in so different, many different scenarios because I think it's one of those little things that I've just liked to, to, to bring along um, to entertain the kids because I know it has a great memory. And so, wow, so this message that I just read to you from, from our page comes from um, from that event. Um, pretty cool. I didn't think I'd be going on such a tan tangent. Lance Coetzee says, I've been following you since filming White Sharks in South Africa. Now that was a super cool and wild day. And yeah, we were in South Africa in Hansbai and we went shark cage diving. And this gentleman uh, was the guy that was pulls in the chum rope so that we could shoot um, being in the water uh, with the sharks. And, um, you know, one of the things that I try and tell people when they're growing a fan base for their social media and IG is, is really it comes down to connecting with people. So particularly on your travels, when you meet someone, when you're chatting with someone, you know, a lot of friends often tell me like, wow, you just tell everybody about your business and what you're doing and, and where you go and, and you just, you out, you lay out your life just so openly. And I think it's a big part of, for myself, of how we've grown our own social media and the type of people that, that we have followed. And so many of these people are from moments around the world where we took the time to enjoy that present moment with them. Um, and that's, yeah, and that's, so that guy was from Kanzbai, South Africa, uh, enjoying that moment, um, with him, uh, of shark cage diving. And actually, cool story, because that was a super cool and wild day, because the shark, when it came straight for the cage, it, it, uh, couldn't stop, and so the nose of the shark came into my cage. Um, I was in the water with a random uh, other photographer lady, and and because we were only two, the nose of the shark protruding inside the cage where someone's leg or foot would normally have been, 
is uh, is exactly what would have uh, would have been a very different scenario if we had somebody else in the water. But instead, um, she and I just moved to either side of the shark that's wiggling and wriggling inside our cage, and the eyes are rolled back so it can't see at that moment anymore. It's just in a bit of a panic to be stuck in our cage. And I turn to the side and I just whip off a bunch of shots with the camera. So I still have that picture. Um, if you scroll down my Instagram somewhere, it's uh, it's uh, there. Uh, I'm gonna have a little sip of coffee here. Mm. <laughs> Tracy Feltrin. So these are messages that I'm reading to you from our Facebook page, where we have about two hundred thousand uh, fans here. And uh, this lady says, "I've been following since the beginning. I sponsored you when I worked for a photography company. Hmm. Looking forward to continue following." on your new adventures. Oh, I think she used to work for Ike Light Underwater Housings. So those are underwater housings that uh, that take my you know $7,000 cameras and I could shoot underwater. So it's really neat that the type of people that have become people that would comment when you kind of need it, you know, um, is that. So, okay. So it's Brian Lee says it's been years. Well, well before, well before you had children. So that's at least seven years or six years. I enjoy seeing your adventures and your zest for life. Very inspiring. When I first started following you, we lived in Edmonton. Now we live in Calgary, so we can enjoy more adventures in the mountains. Keep moving forward. Keep living your best life. Your kids will see the beauty in this world too, as that is a choice you get to make. I do, I do uh, get to show my kids beauty in the world today. Look forward to continue doing that aplenty. I was chatting twice today with the kids and Mikio today on the video. He's like, Daddy, okay, five days, right? Five days isn't a lot. It's just one, two, three, four, five. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's not a lot. Um, all right, Amy, Amit D. I've been following since the day my wife and I met you for a photo shoot in Whistler. We appreciated you so much, and the shoot was nothing short of spectacular. The jokes and laughs were the best and made the day that much more fun. All the best to you, my friend. So for those unaware, I also do uh, Airbnb, Airbnb experience photo shoots. And, um, and I do those in Whistler. And basically it's anything from couples to weddings to, um, to engagement to simply a family that wants photos together. And uh, that's really neat. And I do appreciate people accepting my jokes because they are terrible. <laughs> and I have a terrible laugh, a very hearty laugh. Um, Michelle Walsh, been following you for a long time. We met in Churchill, Canada, looking for polar bear. Oh, yes, yes. So the Tourism Board of Manitoba had sponsored us to go up to Churchill and to look for polar bears and photograph and capture them in videos. And uh, we we also got a thing called the Tundra Buggy sponsored. And on this buggy, um, basically, it's this giant train-like um, truck that has massive, massive wheels. And what they do is they, they tie a chain of those out on the Tundra, hence a Tundra Buggy. And, and, and between them, so one cart will be like a train, uh, one cart will be the, the, the kitchen and the galley, and another cart will be the sleeping quarters, another one are the bathrooms. Oh, excuse me. It is 2 a.m. here in um, 
in Iceland at the moment, but uh, it was quite a rest day, so so still have some energy, and the coffee is just kicking in. But anyways, I'm in Churchill, Manitoba, and they put these train cars together, but they've got massive wheels, and you sleep on them. And then the polar bears roam all around your train cars. And in the morning, you wake up, and of course, they smell the bacon, because who wouldn't smell the bacon? And all these polar bears are congregating on the coastline, um, waiting for the ice to form, because once the ice forms, then they can get out hunting seals. So obviously, they're quite hungry at this point. And uh, it's one of the coolest experiences, more, more unique experiences that I've ever had. Um, I highly, highly recommend. And this only happens in November. And uh, Churchill is known to be one of the most uh, frequented by polar bears uh, in the world when it comes to being close to the public. So, so lots of cool experiences to be to be had out there. And we even had a polar bear like put its front paws up on the tire, and you have their face literally within a foot from me, from your hand per se. And and it's it's a powerful experience. Um, so yeah, you know, it's really neat to be that these a lot of these people that that uh, that are writing in are people that you connect with in person somewhere in the world. Uh, Jennifer Sarah Dick says, been following from Ireland for at least seven years, possibly more. I love the winter snow hiking adventures. It's inspired me to hike a lot more. I've watched you have all your babies and watched them grow up sharing in the wild adventures. It's been lovely. Thank you, Jennifer from Ireland. And at least seven years. That's wicked. That's really cool. Um, and I really, you know... It's funny, we've been told so many times by people all over that, oh, you inspired me to do this, or you inspired me to do that. And and I really don't feel inspirational. I don't know if you know, like, I don't, like, as I appreciate it, and I'm like, wow, that's super cool that these people um, found something inspiring that motivated or gave a plus in their life. But sometimes I definitely think to myself, like, but why me? Like, I'm, I'm just doing what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, but yes, we do do, I think, things a bit different, and and, uh, and we have been doing this for a very long time, as these messages attest to. Uh, if you want to see them yourself, then you can go onto our Facebook page, The Expeditioners. Um, Anna Kamen, following you ever since I saw pictures of your girlfriend. It was a pleasure to witness your moments in life, wishing you all well. Hmm, that must be a long time ago, because probably about 10 years ago when Shireen was still my girlfriend then. Um, for those unaware, yes, we are going through a divorce right now, but it is what it is. Um, I have been following your adventures since 2010. I love it and look forward to all of your posts. 2010, thank you, Andres Model. Um, top fan on Facebook. 2012 years. That's a good chunk of time. Joey Crobath, I've been following the expeditioners, started in Pennsylvania, and now live in Arizona for quite a while now. Love the adventures. Cheers to very many more. Thank you, Joey, from Arizona. Joe Ashcroft, watched you both kayaking from our beach on North Caicos. Wow, North Caicos. <laughs> you were with a big blue guide from Providenciales, headed to camping somewhere, and she was way out front. Living life large. Oh, yes, that trip is really cool. Um, we actually went sea kayaking um, 
from uh, the beach in North, uh, from Providence Dallas in Turks and Caicos. And our friends at Big Blue set us up with a kayak guide um, to do a proper adventure of kayak camping and paddling along the coastline in search of perfect and wicked kite surfing spots. And to get to do that adventure, you know, it requires a fair bit of logistics there, I dare say. And, um, and it was an experience of a lifetime to be in a remote location, kite surfing from the tent. We did get quite eaten alive um, by the bugs, but this must be a good eight, ten years ago. Um, Nyla Johnson. Ooh, Nyla, she's been someone that's following for a long time and messaged us frequently. We always, we always appreciate the people that message frequently. From Utah, and I really enjoy your post. Wishing you all the best in this transition. Jason Cole, been following about for about six years. We met in South Caicos. I tagged along, droned and watched you and your kite surf. I enjoyed hearing about your adventures. Cool. I don't remember that. <laughs> you know, that's really neat. Um, really appreciate it. Um, little coffee here. Ooh. Robin Thomas, following for years. Haha, I feel like I'm well-traveled watching you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Robin. I guess that's what's called living vicariously. Marion Buse, greetings from Germany. We met in a cable car high up above, only a few days before Mikio was born. I send you all my best wishes. Yes, I remember this lady. She was with her son. And uh, we got to chatting really nicely. And this would therefore be about six years ago that she's been following uh, our adventures. Um, thank you, Marion. And that cable car is uh, in Whistler, British Columbia. And uh, I think, I'm not sure if we were heading up ski. No, I think we were heading up for a day hike because it was summertime. And, uh, and that must be when, when I met Marion. Kate Tewksbury from Texan Caicos Island on South Caicos at East Bay Resort right before it officially opened, January of 2016. That's six years. The four of us were out on a skiff exploring some of the little islands. I remember thinking, how can two people be so beautiful, kind, and friendly? Thank you, Kate. That's, uh, that's very, very sweet of you. Um, that's very sweet of you. Um, Turks and Caicos has uh, an island called South Caicos, and on it there's a resort called East Bay Resort. And before it officially opened, we got invited to shoot and create some content um, for the resort. Um, and so we did that. We went. We went to. We got invited by the owner of the resort at a bar. Um, he's like another resort owner. Told him, "Oh, hey, yeah, these guys are just leaving. They got tons of gear, and this is what they do. They go around the world creating content for people um, that they use for their own advertising." And and in the end, we ended up at this spectacular resort before it even opened. So imagine the entire hotel on the beach where everybody that works there is at your attention because they're just about to open the resort. And um, so we had a five-star chef, a Michelin chef. We had, um, uh, you know, six cleaning ladies that would come by and our room was pretty much always immaculate simply because, well, they had nobody else, nothing else to do because there were, nobody else had come in. And I guess they also would use our room as an example when they were teaching other cleaning lady people. But uh, we got a nice suite and what was supposed to be a four or five day stay 
ended up becoming a 45-day stay at the resort. Pretty wild, eh? And we became friends, and we just would shoot and create content. Uh, and if you head to East Bay Resort's website, you'll probably, most likely, still see plenty of photos and videos that we shot while we were there. Kristen Lee Zeeler says, following you since I met you at Sugarloaf Mountain in Maine. Wow, you were all so nice. Sugarloaf Mountain in Maine, that would be when we were doing a gig for Outpost Magazine, trekking the Appalachian Trail um, and uh, and shooting gear, a gear guide for, for that magazine. Um, and that would have been approximately, ooh, 2010, 2009. Gabby de la Roja. I've been following since 2014. You inspired me to be more adventurous and to go on a trip for aurora hunting in Alaska. Thank you for showing us all these amazing places, and I'm sure everything will be okay. Really nice. Thank you, Gabby. Marlene Gavins. Been following for about five years. We met in Turks and Caicos when Mikio was your only child. We have indeed spent a lot of time in Turks and Caicos. Um, it is sublime. Kathy Smith, September 3rd, 2013, been with you all for a while now. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because for a lot of people's Facebook, you can see how long you've been following a page for. So she's been following since September 3rd, 2013. Kenny Rogers, first met you in 2016 and 2017. So first met you in 2016, and in 2017, I sold you happy following the family ever since. Um, yeah, happy is our Airstream. And uh, exciting times, you know. Maybe we'll get another one down the road. A little bit bigger, though, right? Mm -hmm. mm. Julie Harris, following from New Zealand since your pre-children days and longer. Petra Paloma Pergetti, I've been following you since 2014 or 15. Omar Zambrano, Guadalajara. Almost 10 years. Angela Hatch, that's a name I do recognize indeed, because she has been messaging and uh, commenting for a long time. She says, I've been following you for a long time, long before you had children. You shared a lifestyle that I envy, but have really enjoyed joining you through your photos and blogs. Many more to come, I'm sure. Spencer Ann Marin, oh my God, this is so cool that you spoke to someone over the phone who randomly knows you. I started following your adventures around seven years ago via Instagram. Right around the time I really started to get into the outdoors and hiking, I saw your Nissan Pathfinder and posted something next to it with you tagged. And to my surprise, you guys responded. Always been a huge fangirl of what you guys do, and I will never forget how special it was to me being welcomed into your home and getting to meet Mikio. I am excited to continue following your separate journeys. Michael Dennis, I've been following you for a few years, certainly before you both started your family. Really enjoy all the shares and details. The photography really piqued and held my interest to follow you along. My biggest takeaway is that we all can find a rejuvenating spot of nature near or far on this big old sphere we share as Earth. Michael in Kansas City, M.O. Gudrun hasta Gunnarsdottir, Harnafjardur, Iceland. You two had lost your camera with a lot of material from your trip, and I was posting in every site I could think of in the small hope that someone had found it. It was a few months before Mikio was born. Sadly, 
the camera was never found. No, it was not. But fortunately, uh, the insurance company helped us out there. But there was a lot of content on it that I was saddened to lose. Corey Elliott Burke, I might have been following along since as long as Andrea Model mentioned. It's been many years, I know that much. When I started watching, it was even just, it was just two. There were the cameras and was even before noticing much of any brand deals integrated into your content and adventures. And there certainly were not any little ones tagging along with you. Yet at that time, it has been so neat and inspirational to see you and your family grow and continue to travel and seek exciting new places along the way. Thank you for opening up to share all of this, even the new transitions with us. Cheers. Thanks, Corey. Wally Vanderhoff. Following since you began posting, brackets, no children, Roberto. Good luck. The offer is still open to visit the Adirondack, Adirondack Mountains and Lake Champlain. Oh, cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so many people, so many kind people have offered us you know, many uh, invitations to destinations and whatnot. And uh, that's very kind. Um, Begoña Brizuela Collado. Hola, os conocimos en la agencia de Camp Easy de Reykjavik, Islandia, en octubre del 2017, alquilando nuestro auto hogar para esos días. Queríamos ganar el concurso de fotografía a la mejor aurora boreal donde salía, saliese la marca donde saliese la marca de la agencia porque nos habían dañado la furgoneta durante el viaje y así pagar la multa con el premio. Jaja, pero con vuestras fotos y videos tan impresionantes era difícil competir con vosotros. Fuiste tan cercano y atento con nosotros, nos dejaste un grato recuerdo del poquito tiempo que nos pudiste compartir contando aventuras en Islandia. Os seguimos desde entonces. Mucho ánimo para esta nueva etapa. Saludos desde España. So what this lady says is that she met us at the Camp Easy, which is the same camper van company that sponsored me right now to have this ride around Iceland. And, um, and they sponsored me this wicked, wicked camper van. Um, and in 2017, they had done that as well. So that's actually like five years ago. And this lady said, oh, we met you guys and we're doing a competition for the photos uh, to win some stuff. But you guys were just so amazing. And I think I think we won it that year or something. So, but that's really cool, you know. And that's, I think, one thing that's important to make a note on on Facebook learn long-term fan base um, or, or Instagram is that, you know, just be sincere and kind. And when you're meeting people on your travels around the world, um, just pay attention to them and, and give them your your time. And in my case, tell them to follow the expeditioners on Facebook or Instagram. And uh, and yeah, because that's I've always found that the people that we meet on our travels uh, often tend to be the people that will follow us for the longest. You know, here in Iceland, we were I was in the interior near Landmannalaugur and walking along a trail, and a girl runs up to us and she's like, "Oh, the expeditioners, the expeditioners, how are you?" Um, and, uh, and I say, yes, hey, how's it going, whatnot, whatnot. And she's like, I've been following for years, and, and so I was inspired to come here because of you guys. And that's really cool, you know. Um, so there you go. Um, so those are a few of the messages that I've gotten on Facebook the other day when I posted that um, there is a lot more uh, to read, you know. Um, if you scroll down a few posts, um, you'll see... Um, You'll see, on, on Facebook, you'll see a bit more about uh, 
what life has in store for us these days. And I really appreciate all the kind people that have sent messages. Like it's just a big fork on the road of life, peace and compassion to you both and your little ones. Um, I've enjoyed your journey. Looking forward to the next chapter for the children and for Shreen for you. So lots and lots of messages. So feel free to jump on there and take a listen. And for now, I'm going to check out because it is Sunday, May 8th at 1.55 a.m. here in Iceland, and I've yet got many things to do before the night is gone. I'm Roberto for the Expeditioners. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao for now. <laughs>